let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Welcome to day two of the Quarantine Files with Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. Yeah, I'm Emily, and I'm here with my... Beautiful, smart. I was going to say a different word. Very attractive. (laughs) Um, Co-host, Andrew. She was going to say sexy. That's what she was going to say. I was going to say that. I was. Um... So this is day two of us in quarantine. I guess mm-hmm. like we've been kind of in soft quarantine for about a week, mm-hmm. but now we're like in hard. That's a vacuum. That is a vacuum. We live in a house, people. This is what happens in a house. You clean things. Okay. Keep going. So um, we are excited to be here with you. I think uh, Emily and I have been talking about how we can remain more focused on Christ um, and, and keep positivity and keep positivity especially in this crazy time right and one outlet for us is positive entertainment mm-hmm. um, and so specifically we're going to talk about about tv shows today we might talk about movies or books another time but today we're going to talk specifically about tv shows um, and what we kind of do for like entertainment kind of stuff yeah. like things that are allowing uh, help us feel uplifted but mm-hmm. aren't necessarily just churchy because i am not holy enough or good enough to be able to just watch like straight jesus movies all day every day mm-hmm. or like even hallmark movies all day every day <laughs> you hate hallmark movies i hate hallmark <laughs> movies so much uh, i do love like jesus movies or, like christian movies mm-hmm. but it's there's some really good ones there are some good ones but it it doesn't god's not dead that was a good that one. That was a good one. But it's not enough for me. I need something else. And yeah. so... I think that's normal. Yeah. And there are some... I think you most of you are probably, probably like that. Yeah. You can't handle um, it and I think, all the time. Yeah. I think right now, especially with people being at home more than they are normally used to, maybe. Um, let's be real, guys. We're watching TV. Yeah. We're watching movies. We have screen time. Wait, wait, wait. I we think... do have to excuse all of the... Instagram moms who are now professional homeschoolers, they are not <laughs> watching Skeevy TV. They are not watching TV. <laughs> they are not watching TV. They probably are. I know there are a lot of great moms out there who are doing a great job educating their children and like switching over the homeschool stuff. Yes. Props to you. Yes. But. I don't feel the need to do that yet because Hiram's not even in preschool. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't really done much. Yeah. So, barring those people, uh, there are a lot of us, including yours truly, who is watching maybe a little bit more TV than usual. Yeah. So we just wanted to share some of the things that we're watching, some of the shows that we're watching, yeah. and give you some ideas. Oh, two things first before we dive in. Yeah. Should we do fungus or scripture first? Let's update your fungus. Okay. Update about your fungus All for right. two seconds. So, quarantine fact, I have an ear fungus. Um, it's awful, and it's extremely painful, and apparently it grows... And every couple of days I have to get it, like, cleaned out. And yeah. it's horrifically painful. And today my mother was uh, using the special, like, ear cleaning t- instrument to get some of it out. Mm-hmm. And um, she says she slightly touched the side of my ear where it was raw. 
I'm pretty sure she stabbed the upper left quadrant of my brain. Um, but that is a question still up for debate. But as soon as she touched my ear, or the left, left, the left, the left upper quadrant of my brain, my vision went black. Like I was in so much pain, I couldn't see anything, and I was like flubbering around, hitting <laughs> things, and like banging into things. The blind I, baby I, elephant. Yeah, and I ended up on the ground. Like, um, just clutching my face. It's like, what is going on? And I was woozy sick. Like, like woozy sick to my stomach for a good 30 minutes after that. It was Ugh. the weirdest thing. So that's fun. Ear update. Now, on to our um, scripture. Yeah, oh. let's share our scripture of the day. Um, okay. We'll get into our... The juice. Yeah. So, uh, our verse today comes from John 15, verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. So how awesome is that? Like Heavenly Father and like the Savior, the Savior I guess it's the Savior speaking here. The Savior says my joy is like supposed to remain in you. Mm-hmm. So like I am so, he's so happy for us that he wants the joy he feels for us to be in us so that our joy is greater. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's awesome that like, it's like, Joy for everyone. Joy right. for Right, like he wants us to be happy. Like he gave us our bodies in this life because he wants us to have joy. Yeah, and I think I'm mm-hmm. going to propose that one way that we have happiness and joy mm-hmm. is through wholesome entertainment. There okay, you go. There's your there segue. You You're segue. wondering how I was going to do that. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, our first little, um, I don't know, not suggestion, but our first bit of information to share, our first idea is the Bible videos, and we'll put a link to those in the show notes, but um, our church has come out with these this awesome series of Bible videos, and they're anywhere from like two minutes to eight minutes or so. Um, they're live action, and they just, they tell the Bible stories. Yeah, they're really good. They're really, really good. Yeah. And they've helped our kids to better understand the Bible stories, too. And yeah, it's just really helpful to see somebody acting like acting mm-hmm. i don't understand why some of them have british accents i don't know or either. why some have british accents and some have american accents I don't know. maybe just like kind of keep us guessing yeah uh but yeah, i'm not sure but i like them yeah they're very well done yeah. they're very well done um and there's a lot of them i think there's a hundred or so yeah there's about a hundred i think yeah yeah but yeah they're all really good yeah and then kind of in tandem the church also came out with uh some Book of Mormon videos. Mm-hmm. So those are of, a bit longer. Yeah, so they're more... 10 to 20 minutes. Yeah, maybe. those are done more in, like in a TV show style. Yeah. And so they're yeah, 10 to 20, the, 25 minutes. The Bible videos aren't really like episodes. They're more like clips. Yeah, they're yeah. a lot more like clips. Yeah. Um, but both of them But are you so can good. watch them like just in chronological order. Yeah. And so it's like watching... Like episodes. Like the New Testament, basically. Yeah. Um, and they've, they're good for both adults and kids. Yeah. So they're awesome. Yeah. I mean, some of them obviously are a little more difficult for kids, like the ones yeah. talking about doctrinal stuff. And or, not really telling a story. Yeah. Or it's just Jesus there talking. Mm-hmm. That's more difficult. Yeah. But uh, for anything that there's a story involved or a parable, um, they're really, really useful. Yeah. So. Okay. Do you want to talk about Lost in Space? Yes. So Lost in Space is a really great family show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily and I like to watch it. Well, we just started watching it. Well, I've, he's seen all of it, but I've only seen two episodes. Yeah. So I loved Swiss Family Robinson as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and this is kind of like a space age Swiss Family Robinson. So they're all like sciencey people. Like the dad is a, a Navy SEAL, but the mom is like some I forget what she does. She's something technical wise, like physics. I think she's yeah, physics, something physics. Uh, but then the daughter who's 18 is already a doctor and then one of the boys is like a geologist and the other the daughter is a uh she's a writer i think they're just all really smart yeah they're all super smart um and they get shipwrecked but their ship is a spaceship and Mm -hmm. so they crash land on this on this planet the little boy finds uh a robot that he befriends and then this relationship uh is like super crucial to the rest of the the story Mm -hmm. um and there's so many good things, and the focus is all about family coming together, problem solving, like family against the world, yeah, that kind of I, stuff. I really love it, and I've only seen two episodes, but I'm already hooked. Yeah, it's so good. I was hooked in like yep. episode one right so, away. So I like good family movies. I like sci-fi movies. I like colonizing movies, <laughs> and I like disaster movies. And so these are all of those things. Yeah. So. It's Andrew a, loves it. It's a solid one for me. Yeah. Um, I will there are share... Two, yeah, two seasons on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I'll share Anne with an E. It's on Netflix, too. And I really love Anne of Green Gables, but a lot of people that do love the books hate them, hate the show because they're very different. I think it's just like, it's just like any book-movie combo where you just have to take the, the movie as something different. And as long as you're willing to accept that it's going to be different then you can enjoy both. Yeah. One thing um, about Anne with an E, I think... Oh, sorry. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I think um, there are a couple episodes that are a little bit controversial because they kind of present mm-hmm. some ideas like that a lot of Christians don't agree with. Right. Um, and they present it in like a very, very positive light and, and some people are kind of up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we need to agree with every single thing uh, in a show or in a movie in order to find the good in that show or right, the movie. Because there's so much good, I think, that that show has to offer. And, um, I mean, there's just a couple parts out of the whole thing that I would um, not even... Well, there's one part that I would skip, but yeah. even that, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really good. And if you if you don't know anything about what it is, it's um, Anne is this little girl who gets adopted. Um, she's an orphan. She gets adopted by an older... They're not a couple. They're, it's a brother and a sister who never got married, and they, like, live together. And they're, like, an elderly couple. And so it's just, like, about this girl, and she's just so dramatic and full of, like, her head is full of poetry, and just she's just so cute, and she's constantly making mistakes and having to fix her mistakes and stuff yeah. like that. She's, like, a really klutzy girls into Victorian oh, yeah. literature. Yeah. yeah. Everything is so embellished and dramatic. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies that or shows that it's it's very light and I think it's done very well. It's done very cute. Yeah, it's it, more it, girly. It, it literally looks like a really high quality Hallmark movie. It's like the best Hallmark show. Okay, I'll take that. I hate Hallmark shows. I know, but you don't like so. it. It's fine. And Anne with an E, it's it's a pretty so, pretty solid meh. From if you're a guy, if you're honestly, a guy, probably. you're probably gonna feel like it's a meh. I really it, like it. Though. I mean, because it's and, about a little girl, a preteen girl. Yeah. But, I mean, I really love it, but I also really, really love the books. Yeah. I'm reading them right now again. So, so there you go. And with an E. Also yep. on Netflix. Yes. Okay. okay. The Office. Next one. We're the off- We're office people. We love The Office. And this is something that we watch uh, together as a couple. 
And we just, we've seen it so many times through that we just have it on as really background noise now when we play board games, when we, sometimes we're just, we'll say like, can we just fall asleep to the office? (laughs) Yeah. If I want a good laugh, my brother and I will just sit and quote the office to each other back and forth for hours. (laughs) Or send office memes back and forth. So if you don't know what the office is, it's really funny. It's kind of like a docu, I mean, you probably know what the office is, so I won't spend too much time explaining it, but Mm -hmm. it's a really funny like docudrama following an office right and we say we watch it together as a couple because it does have some crude humor yeah um, we don't watch it with the kids some inappropriate yeah you can pretty kids. much just if you're trying to avoid the crudeness but you wanted to give it a try you should avoid season one yeah we don't watch season one and if there's a bald guy named todd pecker skip the episode <laughs> skip the episode and yeah. maybe any episode where meredith is talking a lot you can probably skip that too yeah she's pretty gross <laughs> yeah she's yeah. really gross but it's really funny. It is really funny. Um, I love Dwight. He's probably my favorite. I'm Actually, Kevin is my favorite oh, character Kevin's right good. now. See, they're all they're all good. No, like, but right now, the, the more I watch it, I think Kevin like has Kevin. the best. He had the best writing. I think like mm-hmm. his is so funny. Dwight's really good, but it's like in your face kind of good. Yeah. Kevin is like his writing. Whoever did his writing was just so subtle about it, and just it gets better and better every time I watch it. <laughs> so sorry. There's there's such the a good one. Such a good laugh. Okay, Star Wars. Okay, awesome. Um, I don't like Star Wars, so I'm going to turn this all over to Andrew. Yeah, Star Wars, awesome. Uh, Hiram and I love watching the animated series. So there are two animated series for the Star Wars. I mean, I guess there are a couple, but there are several of them. But there are two main series. There's uh, Clone Wars, which takes place between uh, episodes two and three of the prequel trilogy and then there's rebels which take place between episodes three of the prequel trilogy and episode four which is the first of the original trilogy uh, and and i started watching rebels um and it, it's really good like i was little cautious about it but it's super good um and it's not there it's not focused on anything skywalkery which was kind of cool um and uh, we stopped watching it because we got like a, a season or two into it. I think we got two seasons into it. And we realized that we were spoiling certain characters. And so we said, hey, let's stop and we'll go watch the, uh, like we'll go the watch originals? Clone Wars. Oh, cool. So like the, the first animated series I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so we're watching it from there. Uh, and it's really good. Two of my favorite Star Wars characters, or both of my favorite Star Wars characters are in um, Clone Wars. So, I guess Darth Vader is one of my favorites, but it's like a favorite, like I respect, not like I adore. Okay, yeah. But Obi-Wan and Ahsoka Tana, my favorite Star Wars characters, and they're both in Clone Wars. And so, I really like Star Wars, I really like watching Star Wars with Hiram. Emily's giving me the eyes, so I'll finish this up real quick. I really <laughs> I like watching the Star Wars cartoons because they're, uh, they're cartoons, so the kids, so Hiram's interested, but it's presented from like... Like the there's a very strong male ethic in the show, mm-hmm. um, and I really like Hiram to be able to see that and consume media that has a male a strong male ethic because most other shows right now for kids have a really strong female ethic, um, and so as much as I love Moana and Tangled and all that stuff, it's nice to see um, like a male ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think e- that even like with the female characters because like male characters in like Tangled or in Frozen, they still kind of operate on a female ethic. Okay. And then in 
Star Wars, like even the female characters tend to operate on a more male ethic. And so I'd like, I want Hiram to be exposed to that. Yeah. So he doesn't think he's just, a, he just has to act like a girl or like a prince from, from a, princess a princess movie. movie. That makes sense. So Star Wars. It's awesome. Ow. I banged my <laughs> elbow so hard on the table. Oh, golly. Oh, golly, do willikers. Short. Um, mm. Okay, I'll take over Gilmore Girls because you hate Gilmore Girls. Like, oh, I hate Star yeah, Wars. I, do. I don't hate Star Wars. I just don't like it very much. But um, I grew up watching Gilmore Girls, and I really, I just, I've seen it so many times. I just love it. I love their wit, and I know that it's not realistic for people to talk that fast or for people to be naturally that witty. I just like it. I think it's fun. No I one's think it's funny. naturally that witty. Yeah, I know, but Star Wars isn't real. Not even characters so, in like Dostoevsky or Shakespeare in that way. I know, but just because a show isn't real, I mean, I'm not claiming that it's real. <laughs> like, anyways, um, I really like it. Yep, maybe that's just nostalgia for me that I just grew up with it. I can't stand their relationship. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I don't know what to say to you right now. That's me. I can't. I just, I just really like it. I don't like the new ones because of that relationship, and Rory turns into Lorelai. Yeah, I don't like it, but I do like the older ones. I especially like seasons one through three. Yeah, I, I will say this about it: Luke has some good one-liners. So does Richard. So does Richard. I, I will usually only laugh at a. A Richard or, or a Luke joke. Yeah. I think Luke's pretty funny, actually. They are, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm a weird mixture. Like, personally, if I were to be two... Like, if I was, like, a mixture of any two characters... It's Richard show, and I'm Luke. a mixture of, of Richard and Luke. Yeah, yeah, you really are. You're a pretty good mix, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're, like, completely antithetical to each other. Mm-hmm. But now you know my, my, my struggle. I am a mixture of Luke and Richard. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Disney Plus, basically all the Disney movies on there. I've been loving going back to the classics with Hiram. We've been watching all the Toy Stories, the uh, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella. Um, yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Bugs I, Life. I've generally been Lion underwhelmed. Move on. I've generally been underwhelmed by the by going back and watching the the old shows. Yeah, but again, I just think for me maybe I just like it because of the nostalgia. And yeah. I think it's like something new and exciting to introduce Hiram to something that you loved when he yeah. you were his I, age. I think if know? I'd like, done a better job of like continuously watching them throughout my childhood, mm-hmm. then I could like I would have slowly grown into them instead of just like them being a childhood thing like star wars i watched as a kid and then i kept watching and so i grew up and then i slowly recognized all these like weird things about the like the plot like that doesn't make a lot of sense or like this wasn't as grand as i thought it was or uh but then with with a lot of the disney movies i kind of just i watched them a ton as a kid and then i and then i grew up and i stopped watching them and now we're starting to watch some of them generally i'm more underwhelmed I'm sorry. From like the originals. But I'm sorry. I really do like Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, really funny thing, if you want a good laugh, uh, Hiram and I found an old Spider Man com- animated cartoon thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was from the 80s. It was called Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. I'm going to be real quick, I promise. Uh, <laughs> and maybe I won't be, I'm going to try and be quick. So. Uh, it's Spider-Man, his friend Iceman, and his other friend Starfire. 
and they're running around doing this stuff, and this guy who's hitting on Spider-Man's Aunt May, he's like this old, chubby, bald, white guy, somehow finds this medallion, and he's all bummed because Aunt May is like not into him, and then the medallion like gives him the ability to wish for anything, and so he starts wishing for random stuff like horses and the and the... Uh, the sidewalks to be covered in red carpets and all this kind of stuff. And then uh, Dr. Doom, who I thought was from Fantastic Four, but I guess was also in the Spider-Man universe. I guess they're in the same universe. So anyway, so Dr. Doom is there and convinces this this guy whose name is like Mr. Flump or something <laughs> to uh, like be evil and like try and kill Spider-Man. And so... The guy like wishes for a Roman Colosseum and then starts wishing for all of these different monsters to come and fight Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And he, instead of just saying, hey, I wish them to be dead. And then he can't, uh, Spider-Man and his friends keep beating the things that the guy's wishing for. And then Dr. Doom says, hey, wish for something that's going to kill them. And then the guy's like, oh, I can't think of anything. And then Dr. Doom says, Think of the strangest thing you can... Or think of something scary, like an alien. And then the guy said, Yeah, I wish for the strangest creature that exists in the whole universe. And then I'm sitting there like, What is going on? Like, what is he going to... What is going to appear? And then it's this, like, weird thing. Like, if, like, a dragon and a Venus flytrap and Flubber had, like, a child at the same time together. And so they had this like, weird thing. It was, like, this big, morph, like, amorphous blob with wings and, like, a dragon head, but it had, like, these sprouting Venus flytrap arm things and a blue gas, and it was really weird. You'll have to go figure out how they beat it, but uh, the point is, Disney Plus have some weird, funny, old Marvel comics okay. on there, yeah. cartoons. So if you're into that <laughs> and you want a good laugh, it's uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I think it's the first. It's in the first three episodes that happens. Interesting. Emily does not seem nearly no, as interested in that, that story. As you I should think. go watch that if you think that was funny. <laughs> Um, I think the best part was just watching your face tell the story the whole time. Oh, I'm sorry that you are. But yeah. You oh, didn't yeah. get to see My that. beautiful bearded face. Yeah. It's Hashtag been... alone and bearded. Yeah. If you're doing the challenge with us, well, not with me, but with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Emily is also <laughs> not shaving. my beard. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, um, we hope that you guys are enjoying your time at home and that you're staying safe and healthy and being smart. And if you're watching TV. Watch well. Watch well, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, let us know what you're watching, though, because we might go check out some new things. Yeah. This episode's no not really about, like, trying to figure out how to manage it. We have talked about that before. Yep. This is just about, like, we're all watching it, so what are you watching? What are you watching? This is what let we're us watching. Know. Let us know what you're watching and try and give us some new advice. I'm, like, tempted to go watch, like, like disease like pandemic type oh, shows. Oh no, that would just give me too much stress and anxiety. I think I so, but there's a part of me that wants to. Like, no, I can't do it. If you yeah. want to do it, you can do it by yourself. Okay. I don't want to do it. Okay. All right. Anyways. Okay, we love you guys. <laughs> love you, bye. Keep the faith. <laughs>